Welcome to Moonday Mystic by Modern Mystic Shop, the podcast where we help you harness your intuition, your personal power, so that you can live a magical life. Hi guys, welcome to another solo episode of Moonday Mystic. I am Kelly Knight and I'm just going to chat with you guys today, again following the theme of ancestral work. I want to share with you two just really incredible stories about how you can ask your ancestors for help and as if by magic they show up. One is like a, a miracle, a legitimate miracle, and the other one is just like an interesting story that I find to be um, really validating. So when it comes to my ancestors, I'm sure there are many, many of them who are helping me. So I've had a dedicated ancestral altar for, I don't even know how many years. It's got to be going over five years where I have this altar set up where it's a photo of my ancestors. You want to make sure that there are no living relatives or pictures of you on it. There's a glass of water. Um, and then there's a candle that keeps burning. I keep burning 24 seven. And then every once in a while I'll burn incense. I'll put some food there. I used to have my grandpa's favorite candy bar there. And I had been pouring a lot of energy into this ancestral altar. And what I believe this altar does, it creates a gateway. It creates, um, an energy link between you and them. And the more energy that you deposit into it, like a bank account, the more you can withdraw when you need it. And so that's what I didn't realize I was doing, but that's what I was doing. I was investing into this bank account of ancestral energy uh, for years without even really asking anything of them. And I'm sure that they were helping me without me asking, but I never made a specific request. So then I believe it was 2020, like 2019, 2020, we had the opportunity to put one of our products onto Good Morning America, which is a huge platform for Modern Mystic Shop. It was an amazing opportunity and I wanted to take advantage of it. However, the issue was that I had to buy a lot of inventory up front and promised them that I had a certain capacity to hold this inventory and sell it because they knew that we would sell out and there would be a lot of interest because they have such a wide audience. And it was for December. It was going to be for a holiday. And I had already allocated all of my money for our products for Modern Mystic Shop. And I did not have the money and I needed $75,000 to buy the inventory needed to be able to say yes to Good Morning America. And I tried all of the natural ways to do it. I was, you know, trying to get bank loans. I was trying all of the traditional methods, get credit cards, whatever. Nothing, nothing, nothing was working. And I was running out of time. I didn't have a lot of lead time between the invitation and me being able to say yes and secure the inventory. And so uh, I looked at my calendar and I was looking to see how much time I had left. And it turns out that we were going to be on Good Morning America on my grandfather's birthday. I believe it was December 17th. And when I saw my grandfather's birthday on that day, because I have it marked in my calendar, it reminded me to go over to my ancestral altar and ask. And it was by the end of that day, I needed to secure the money or I had to say no. So I went over to my ancestral altar 
And I said, Grandpa, I call him Grandpa Meatball. <laughs> I have been since I was a kid. Grandpa, if I am meant to be on Good Morning America, I need you to get the money, especially if I'm going to be there on your birthday. I need you to figure out how to get the money. I've done everything I could. I even emailed a good family friend uh, who I knew was wealthy and said, hey, can you can you loan me the money, like in a personal loan? I mean, I've done everything I can. And then I washed my hands of it and I let it go. I turned around, I left, and I was going for a massage. So I go to get my massage and my friend is the owner of the massage studio and I was getting a massage with one of her employees. And she was like, hey, girl, how you doing? And I was like, oh, fine, just trying to get $75,000 to fall out of the sky so that Modern Mystic can be on Good Morning America. She was like, oh, man, what? That's really a specific thing you're going through. Good luck with that. I said, thank you. I go in to get my massage. She goes in with her clients in the next room to give her massage. And an hour later, I come out and she pulls me aside and she said, hey, Kelly, my client in there overheard what you're saying and she wants to loan you the money. She is a fan and a customer of Modern Mystic Shop. She has a windfall of money that she wanted to invest in female-owned businesses. She knows your brand and she wants to help. So I stay there after. This is within like a couple hours of when I made that request of my grandfather and we worked it out. And she's like, yeah, happy to loan you the money. No problem. Uh, And we were like working out the details. And then I left with the money. Then I get home and I check my email and that family friend who had also, who had said no to me before, had written me back and said, hey, you know what? I thought about it. Um, I'm happy to also loan you the money. So by the end of that day, I had double the money that I needed to move forward with this opportunity within just a few hours of making that petition or that request to my grandfather. And that was the first time that I have really seen in tangible form an immediacy to where it's like I had the need, I had the problem, and the solution came without effort. And I just want to use this as a story to encourage you to invest energetically in these relationships and to believe and to surrender. Like I really surrendered. You know, I did everything I can and I surrendered and there was no resistance there. And then the miracle happened. Another really interesting story. Well, I think it's really interesting, but um, my grandma, Hagen, uh, my, my father's mother, and I can feel, okay, so we'll just sidebar. When I talk about these people, I start to feel emotional like I can cry. And it's not because I'm sad or that I even miss them or anything like that. But for me, as a person who is a medium, um, I can feel like their energy and vibration. And for whatever reason, just by talking about them, I feel their presence. And when I feel their presence of not just my relatives, but when I can really feel the presence of deceased loved ones of anyone, it comes up in my body as an emotion of like crying or it feels like sadness. And I'm not sure that it is sadness. I'm just kind of going off the rails here, but just because it's happening in this moment, I'm not sure that it actually is sadness. I think it's an emotion. I think I'm feeling emotion and my human brain assigns it to sadness, even though I'm not sure if it is sadness after all. 
But all that to say, Grandma Hagen must be here because I am feeling that feeling um, when I when their presence is near. So we were celebrating, I believe it was Christmas, with all of my family in South Atlanta. And we were at my sister's uh, in-law's house. And they have this massive house and this golf course, plenty of space for all of us. And we were spending several days there cooking and enjoying ourselves and just celebrating the holidays. And then for some reason, my dad, I think, someone got the idea of of cooking my grandmother's signature dish, which is chicken paprikash. And just to show you how like my family is like, tell me you're a witch without telling me you're a witch. So none of these people actually probably think that they're witchy, including my grandmother. But to me, this is super witchy. There's this folklore in our family that if you want to marry somebody, you make them our family's chicken paprikash recipe and you serve it to them. And that's how you get them to marry you. To me, that's sort of like a spell. That's a ritual. That's a spell. But it's happened for my dad. It's happened for my aunts, my sister. I mean, this has happened like every time. It has never happened to where you serve the chicken paprikash and then you don't get married. So be careful what your uh, what your people are feeding you. You might be part of your you know your girlfriends or boyfriends might be trying to uh, get to you through this food magic. But the idea came: Hey, let's cook this chicken paprikash family dish. Um, for, you know, grandma's signature dish. And for whatever reason, instead of cooking it at this beautiful house where they had all the equipment, everyone decided they wanted to cook it at my house, this tiny little house. I didn't have all the space, the cook, the pots, the pans, the anything. We packed everything up, all of the food, all of the equipment, and we schlepped like eight people an hour to my house to cook the meal there. And I didn't mind it. I thought, okay, it's nice. Maybe people want a change of scenery. But as we were preparing the meal, I saw my ancestral altar in the corner of that room. And I saw right into the face of my my grandmother, whose picture was there. And I just got goosebumps from head to toe. And I knew that the reason why we were all there cooking that dish in my house instead of in South Atlanta was because it was where on the planet Earth, her energy was the strongest. And she considered my home her home base. And she wanted to celebrate and enjoy and participate in this meal with our family. And I know for sure. And could anyone tell me that's for, for sure the truth? I don't know. But my intuition and my knowing tells me that we made all of that effort to schlep all of that stuff so that we can actually have a celebratory holiday meal with my grandmother, with the people, with her son and her grandchildren, and she could feel a part of it and have her, you know, her energy as part of the meal. So uh, I actually shared that recipe in a magazine um, when I was promoting my book and that story there. Uh, cause it was like a witch, like a witchy magazine. And it's always something that's really special for me. So I just wanted to share some of those stories and some of those antidotes for you guys so that you can kind of just, just be aware of the miracles, be aware of when you ask, like be aware for the answer, like be open and aware for the answer. And there's, um, a saying that I share with a lot of my clients in this book called A Course in Miracles. And Marianne Williamson has really popularized this quote, but it's those who are certain of the outcome can afford to wait and wait without anxiety. 
Those who are certain of the outcome can afford to wait and wait without anxiety. And that's what I believe this ancestral work is. It's like you make that request and then you let it go and you are certain that they will help you. And you can wait without wondering or second guessing or re-engaging in the negative energy because you know that they're there and they will deliver this or something better on your behalf. So that's my ancestor story. I hope that it encourages you to continue to build these relationships. Uh, If you haven't listened to the past episode about um, healing your ancestral line and how to get right with that before approaching ancestral work, I really advise that you check that out if that's resonating for you and to also revisit the episode that we had with Claire Goodchild to promote her ancestor book because there's tons and tons of resources there. And that's just part of my mission is to share resources with you guys, create products, create tools, share information. So if it resonates, you can then integrate it as part of your practice. So thank you so much for joining and I will see you next Monday. Bye. Thank you for listening to Moonday Mystic by Modern Mystic Shop. Moonday Mystic is hosted and created by Kelly Knight, produced by Ariel Duncan, and inspired by magical listeners like you. 